Don't look now, but the Arizona Coyotes are on a win streak. The Coyotes beat the New Jersey Devils 4-1 in what was probably one of the weirdest games we have seen this season. All that and more on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Coyotes. This is Carl Pavlock. I'm going to be going solo for this one. Uh, Robin is unfortunately unable to come on today's episode. I uh, wanted to just kind of get my thoughts on the game that just happened. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes uh, beat the New Jersey Devils 4-1 in what was definitely not what I think anyone really expected. Uh Definitely not what we expected, uh, Robin and myself, because if you listen to yesterday's episode, we both predicted the Coyotes would lose this one 3-2. That did not happen. Uh, it certainly looked like it might. Um, it actually looked like it may be uh, giving the Coyotes too much credit. Just a horrible first period. Saw him being outshot 12-1. Coyotes didn't even get their first shot until like just over a minute left. Uh, it was really rough, but the Coyotes somehow found a way to kind of rebound from that and have an actual good second period. Um, one of the things that Robin and I continue to talk about is just how terrible the Coyotes have been in the second period. They just cannot get anything going most nights. They will fall behind they will give up these massive leads. Uh, they'll go in like 1-1, maybe like down by like a single goal. But then just the second period will be rough. But the they did the opposite of that. It was uh, a three-goal swing in the middle frame. Just really impressive to see. Uh, and kind of just want to talk about what happened with that. Because it was really an interesting game to watch. Um, you're, you're kind of tempted to wonder, like, with a team like the New Jersey Devils, how they're going to start a game. Because, you know, they haven't played for almost a week. They could have been really rusty. They could have been really rested. They had a lot of new players, like, or players coming off of COVID protocol. Mackenzie Blackwood uh, getting a start. He's missed uh, quite a few games. So, you know... You, you kind of weren't really sure what they would be like. At least I wasn't. Um, but they came out strong. Like, all credit in the world to the New Jersey Devils. They had a solid first period. They were out shooting the Coyotes 12-1. They deserved to be out shooting the Coyotes 12-1. Uh, the Coyotes like could get nothing going. They couldn't clear the their own zone. Uh, and, you know, they did what the Coyotes tend to do. They took a penalty. Uh, it's another thing that we're always talking about this season. The Coyotes just continue to take poorly timed penalties, and they did that with tonight's game. Um, unfortunately, it led to a goal. Nico Hushern uh, got his uh, eighth of the season on it. Um, just... It was rough, uh, and the Coyotes didn't have really much of a response after that. Uh, it was another 
just rough first period. We see him every once in a while, but Coyotes usually have a little bit better in the first. Uh, really was not expecting much after that because, I don't know, this this is the Coyotes. We've all watched this team. We've all seen them kind of just completely fall apart. Who's to say that this wasn't going to be a time like that? Uh, it certainly looked like it was going to be from the initial 20 minutes at least. Um the only good thing you could say, uh, Carol Vimelka playing in just an extremely solid like game of hockey, one of his best. Uh, you know, it was another time where he had to do all of the work for the Coyotes. The offense wasn't doing anything for the opening frame. Uh, it was just Vimelka standing at his head, just doing all the work. Good on Vimelka. Just love to see it. But you know. 20 minutes in, something was going to happen. And that is what I'm going to talk about afterwards because things really started to get uh, interesting in the second. Uh, but first, got a quick word from the sponsors. Hey, everybody. It's Carl here. And I want to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's new year, and they have a new updated desktop and mobile website, so you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just make sure to use their promo code LOCKDOWN to get started. From basketball, football, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we're back. So yeah, uh, just kind of continuing. Really rough first period. The Coyotes were going to need a lot to kind of come forward. And they got it with... It was a bit of a surprise. They got it with their veteran players. Um, the Coyotes veterans really stepped up. Uh, we got uh, a nice mix of the younger and the older players uh, in the middle frame. Let's start with the first goal of the uh, of the period. Dyson Mayo getting his third of the season. So, all right, we get a younger guy. Uh, he's set up by uh, Louis Erickson and Alex Galchenyuk. Erickson missed a couple of games, healthy scratch. Great to see him kind of come in and assist on that Mayo goal. Also just great to see Mayo getting a goal. Um, The Coyotes blue line is wide open. A little bit less so now that players are getting off the COVID protocol. We're seeing Soshum get sent down. We're seeing Kolya Charnock get sent down. But still plenty of time for Dyson Mayo to kind of show what he can do. it, it will be interesting to see because Kyle Capobianco also came off of COVID protocol. And I don't necessarily think he had the best season before um, he went down. Um, I, I, I think he needs to have a big year this year and he's not necessarily there yet. So it, it'll be interesting to kind of see how things shape on the up on the blue line. And we got a guy like Mayo who's kind of really stepping up and, and getting that offense in there. And and the Coyotes desperately need that. Um, after the Mayo goal, we get Lawson Kraus getting his 10th of the season. So uh, I was going to say younger guy, Lawson Kraus, but Kraus isn't really a younger guy anymore. Um, he is 
a veteran on this team. He is a veteran of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, it is great to see him really blossoming this year and getting that kind of offense that he really like it's been off and on for him throughout his entire career. Uh, last season, absolute low point only had four goals, went most of the season without getting one past two years, 15 goals, 11, fine, respectable this year. 37 games, 10 goals, 10 assists, on pace for just a career year. He's about to set his uh, you know career high points if he gets another six. Uh, he's six goals away from getting a career high in goals, and he definitely seems to you know, be in strong contention for that. And he wasn't even getting the really good minutes. He was playing like fourth line. He's playing with uh, Gal- um, with you know, not necessarily the, the top people. Um, uh, Nick Schmaltz has been up, and uh, yeah, Kraus is, you know, he's still managing to put up. But again, you know, who's assisting on Kraus's goal? We're getting Erickson assisting on there. We're getting Anton Strawman in his first game back from COVID protocol. These are the guys the Coyotes have been missing, and they managed to find success, you know, despite missing players like Louis Erickson or. Uh, Despite missing players like Eric, uh, like Anton Strollman and having Louis Erickson sit, like they're finding success without him. It's great to see them kind of come in and make that impact because it just kind of shows like, hey, the Coyotes are going to keep doing stuff because I don't imagine we're going to see the end of injuries. Team just seems like bitten by the injury bug, like intense this season. So knock on wood, no one's going to be, you know, missing any significant time, but I feel like they are. Uh, I feel like we're not done with COVID protocol uh, shenanigans. So I imagine people are going to go back, but it's great to see that the Coyotes, like if someone goes down, like there's people who are able to step back up and once people get off the list, they're, they're anxious to get back. Everyone who's playing for this team has something to play for. Um, And then like just, Three minutes after the cross goal, we get uh, Travis Boyd getting his 10th of the season. So we got two players, 10th goal of the season. Um, Clayton Keller, big assist on this one. It is his 16th assist of the season. Uh, He has just been phenomenal to watch. I, I love seeing Keller now because when the team is up and he hasn't gotten a goal, you can tell he really wants a goal. Uh, and, and I do want to see him more like in situations like the Colorado game where the team's down 5-0. I want to see him kind of get up more in those kind of games. I want to see him take the lead. But I, I love the fact that Clayton Keller is not willing to, you know, just rest on his laurels. He's not willing to let other people do what needs to be done. He wants the goals. Uh, and it's great to see him kind of go on the hunt for it. Um, and, and honestly, like I I've been really enjoying Travis Boyd, like centering him. It's, it's cool to see kind of Keller get a, an older player. Um, like previously, well, he's mostly been playing with, with Schmaltz which it's fine. I, I think that they have great chemistry sometimes, but I, I do kind of, they're both around the same age. I'd like them to be with someone maybe a little bit older to guide them, 
but but Boyd kind of has that connection with him. It, it's great to see Boyd kind of anticipate what Keller is going to do, um, and definitely makes that lineup very interesting. And uh, and then yeah, Coyotes go into the uh, third period, three three one lead, um, but they they manage to uh, to get that fourth one. It has been so often this season where we have seen the Coyotes get in a position where they're doing fine and they just kind of hold back. I love seeing that killer instinct. I love seeing them kind of go in and just kind of take it. I love seeing Johan Larson get that goal uh, and just get open. Kessel getting another assist. Way to go, Kessel. Another veteran guy who's kind of getting in there. Just a really good kind of like latter half to what was a really poor start by the Coyotes. Um, And I just kind of want to talk about what's next after this, um, kind of where we're at with everything. And um, we'll do that after a brief word from our sponsors. And we're back. Uh, thank you, everyone. This is Carl Pavlock. Um, again, going solo for this one. Just wanted to get some thoughts in after the game. Robin should be back um, later this week. Uh, we got a couple of big games coming up. Just kind of want to do a, a quick preview for those. Um, the Coyotes, they're on one of their long road trips. And uh, thankfully, they're not having to do too much travel, uh, per se. But they... They are going to be away for a while. They got two big games coming up. They're going to be facing the New York Islanders on Friday, New York Rangers on Saturday. Uh, two very different teams. Uh, Islanders definitely kind of more where the Coyotes are at. They are. Let me pull it up real quick. They are at the bottom of the Metropolitan Division. 32 points in, or I'm sorry, um, well, no, uh, 32 points in 32 games. Don't see that very often. Um, definitely, you know, more than the Coyotes, who are at the very bottom of the league, 24 points in 38 games. Um, I believe that's been updated. Not sure if, or yeah, should have been. So definitely not a team that the Coyotes should you know, think is going to be easy per se, but if they can play like they did in the latter half against the Devils, I think they're going to have a good chance. Uh, other game, much more difficult. Uh, that's going to be the Rangers. Rangers are the top team in the Metro. Uh, in 40 games, they have 56 points. Very impressive. Uh, looks like the Hurricanes could potentially, uh, you know, catch up to them. They got quite a few games in hand, I'm sure due to COVID, because that's been kind of uh, the reason why we see these teams get lots of games in hands. Um, I do think the Coyotes are in a really good position, just kind of seeing what we saw. Um, they're getting some great goaltending by uh, Carol Vimelka. They got Scott Wedgwood back. They didn't start him against his former team, uh, which I, I understand. Uh, he did just coming back from injury, just coming back from COVID protocol. 
maybe give him a rest, make sure you get practice time with him. Um, but I, I imagine he's going to get the start against either the Islanders or the Rangers. At this point, I kind of think you start him against the Islanders um, just to give him the easier game. Uh, and and that truly speaks to the quality of the goaltending we've been getting from Carol Vimelka. I think he should start against the, the top team in the Metro. Uh, but the Coyotes have also gotten quite a few um, you know, veteran defensemen back. This was the first game back for Jacob Chikrin, who uh, looked fine. He had an assist on the Clayton Keller, uh, on the Travis Boyd goal. Uh, I thought it was Keller's at first, but yeah, that was Boyd's all credit for him. Uh, Chikrin getting an assist on that. Great to see him back. Um, like I mentioned before, we're getting Strawman back. Uh, those are two kind of big pieces. I, I think uh, Soderstrom and uh, Colin Chanak played really good when they were up. But I also think that, you know, I don't want them up here long term. I want them to stay in Tucson when they can develop. Uh, I think they show great promise, but I, I don't want to rush them. And a situation like this where you have a back to back game against. You know, potentially a trap. If if the Coyotes can have an opponent be a trap game, I, when you're always the underdog, I'm not sure that's really possible. But you know, a bad, a worse team, and then immediately a really good team. Like it's nice to have the veterans in there. They came up, they came up big on this game. You know, let the veterans play. We got the youth movement going. We got uh, Dyson Mayo playing, uh, getting goals. Uh, Mosier, surprisingly quiet this game, but you know, hasn't looked terrible. Uh, definitely been a, a pleasant surprise. I, I am interested. I'm glad to see you know things seem to be working out good for the Coyotes, um, and I think they have a, a good chance of getting some points for this one. Um, the uh, the tank uh, crowd, I understand, you know. Winning games isn't the idea, but it's a long season. This things will stretch out. Um, you know, take solace in the fact that uh, head coach Chernier is, you know, making this roster a winning team. And if he can do this with this team, then you know, think of what he could do with some really good players that the Coyotes are going to be drafting and developing in the next couple of years. Like that is why you should be happy about wins now don't worry too much about the lottery odds just think about like hey we have a coach with the system that's working players are buying into it some players that are going to be hopefully with the team for a long term players like you know clayton keller and yanis Mosier, jacob chikrin these are players that could last the rebuild and it would be great to see them like kind of develop their winning habits early. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it. Um, this is a bit of a, a you know, a, a shorter episode, solo episode. Uh, sorry, it's a bit unfocused. Those are always a little bit harder to do. Um, but feel free to come to follow us. Uh, we are on Twitter, LO underscore Coyotes. Uh, we are on Instagram, at LO underscore Coyotes. Follow us on Facebook. You can follow me at Carl Pavlock, FFH. Um, we will be back later this week to talk about the, the two New York City teams. Uh, but until then, 
Um, yeah, have a good night. And don't forget to howl on.